Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Do you get that Friday feeling, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Football Ramble Preview Show, sponsored by Betway. Arsenal took a huge step towards that fourth spot, and Rangers march on in the Europa League. It's Friday, 25th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Tim Campbell. And I'm Pete. Hello, everybody. Good to have you here. Pete Donaldson, to give the full name. I didn't give yeah. you enough room there, Peter. No, I'm, I'm very I've, sorry. I've been renamed to Pete like Zendaya. Yes. Pele. Hitler. What? <laughs> <laughs> what a start. Okay. What a start. Yeah. Let's get right, right into it, guys. Let's Come get on. right into it. Is he sure? I, I genuinely was going to say Rivaldo before okay, you said cool. that. Okay, cool. Fine. And I think yeah. everyone regrets me being just a bit slow <laughs> off the mark. So You're apologies. sluggish on a Friday. Time Come on, Marcus. Today. Oh, my goodness. Um, not the weekend yet. We're not. But I think, we're, I think we've got the key to the weekend. Don't mm-hmm. you, Jim? We I stood do. by the gate. And we everybody, everybody we're is... waving it around going, look what we've got, everyone. <laughs> we're about to open the doors to the weekend. And they're saying, well, hurry up and do it. I'm yeah. looking forward to this weekend. There's a lot of great football matches taking place. It is, but we've got a lot of great chat to exactly. say before okay. that. Hold tight, guys. Come on. Yes, let us get through this <laughs> and then we can all run to the weekend together. <laughs> so many analogies. Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit lost. We've got the tickets to the fire Festival. <laughs> are, we, are we physically going somewhere? I'm yeah. lost. I Jim, just hang on. Right, just okay. keep grabbing your thighs and hope for the best. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, now, where to begin? The I know where to begin, yeah. Marcus. Yes. Those of the blue persuasion in Glasgow, we're thinking surely. Well, Jim Campbell's here. Yes, and he's just uh, about. and he's he's having a lovely old time. And so we're going to start with Arsenal to Wolverhampton Wanderers one. Arsenal a dramatic. Come back right at the end, Jim Campbell. Uh-huh. You were there. I was. You're still fully aroused. I Talk us through. I have not had an adrenaline hit that big in since genuinely years. I don't since know since Napoli. When. Since Na- possibly actually, when? yeah. Pete and I were <laughs> there. Yeah, that was a last minute winner as well in Naples. Yeah. That was amazing. Two late goals. But it. I honestly, I got home. Obviously, had to do some prep for the show. Mm-hmm. Um, watch highlights of other games, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't read. I couldn't concentrate. I, couldn't I just, read. Had to, I just had, my head was throbbing with yeah. adrenaline. Mm. I just had to sit there and like just mm-hmm. just deal with it. It was it was fantastic. Yeah, it was so great. It does take it out of you? It I mean, really yeah. does. To, to, I mean, I, I do know what you mean. I remember watching you know the famous uh, you know Aguero goal, Man City and QPR and so on in a in a, a pub in. Um, in West London, there was yeah. a lot of QPR fans in there, and of course they survived that day. But because of this, the intensity of the whole thing, I remember yeah. I have no vested interest. You just get yeah. caught up in it. I remember leaving the pub feeling groggy, yeah, and just thinking, "Blimey, I need a little lie down." <laughs> it's and how I imagine like Lewis Hamilton feels like. After <laughs> yeah, this. yeah, yeah. God, yeah the, oh god, the opposite of uh, like the, the overdraft <laughs> of, a, of a race like that. Yeah, you, uh, you off your feet for days, but it was um, <laughs> spraying champagne around the yeah. flat. <laughs> You beat Wolves 2-1, Jim, <laughs> on your little balcony, yeah. covering North London. In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but you played your part, obviously, I did. Jim. Um, but As Arsenal, you can hear in my voice. Yeah, DJ, yeah, yeah. But Arsenal uh, were, were, were 
were good. You know, that we've seen this um, grit and determination from them. Yeah. And it does seem that the fans are thinking, hang on, we, we've Well, we've the, got the atmosphere that, in the stadium is markedly different this yeah. year. And there are, there are still frustrations coming out, but they tend to be at the opposition for time-wasting. That <laughs> yeah. seems to be where that the anxiety mm. is coming out. And, um, did you catch up with Arsenal fan TV come, today? I did not, no. no okay, um, right. But I am... This is the first time Arsenal have won after trailing at half-time under Arteta, mm. which is a huge, huge mm. bit of progress. And people might say it's a bit, you know, it's taken a while. But obviously it is a young team, so I think you, you kind of caveat that there as well. Yeah. So that's a huge step forward. It's an important thing to, to show this team that they can do that. Yeah. And they, they did keep going. Now, actually, they were quite sloppy for, for large periods of, of the... F- essentially the, the first section of the mm. first half and the first section of the second half as well. They couldn't quite find their rhythm, mm. misplaced passes here and there, but they kept going and they mm. kept rebuilding. They kept being patient, kept just trying to score. Um, and Martin Odegaard started playing Ode- the strings. Yeah, uh, he did. And uh, the first goal, it wasn't quite a gift, but it was certainly a voucher. And, <laughs> you, you you know, that's, that's, a, that's a nightmare because Arsenal are in a situation now where the squad is quite small, so the... the, the the margins for error are very small if mm. they're going to sort of push on and do it as well as they can. So you've got to cut that out as much as possible. So to overdo it, yeah. um, overturn it rather, was fantastic. And Wolves are a difficult team to play against. Oh my goodness. They're, they're airtight at the They back. are. Ruben mm. never said he was disappointed with how they played, but I th- actually, I thought they were really good. They were, they were a nightmare because they keep their shape mm. really, really well. They, they harry you away from any areas mm-hmm. of danger. So much of the game... it put, like especially in the first half, was Ben White and Gabriel just passing between each other, trying to kind of figure out how to to get out. And also, so much of any any team's attacking game is pouncing on mistakes that the opposition players make, and they just don't make any. Yeah, mm. they, they're just very very disappointed. Well, and obviously they pounced on the mistake from Gabriel. Well, absolutely, yeah. yeah. So they, they, it's a very impressive win. You can see why they haven't, um, why why Wolves, you know, are where they are, and they haven't conceded many goals this season. But I think this potentially it could be a sliding doors moment for Arsenal because obviously it it, it puts them a little bit ahead of. Wolves, they capitalise on the fact that Spurs mm. lost as well. They've got some games in hands. It gives them the opportunity to pull away a little bit, mm. whereas otherwise it would have sucked them in. Also, as much as I love Lacazette, um, he 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 will be upgraded in the summer. And, you know, each result... Physically. It, f- physically upgraded, yeah. yeah, that's what we're going to do. Rather than give him a new contract <laughs> Take and him a new that, skeleton. So you're saying the better he plays, the less he's going to play next season. Essentially. <laughs> yeah, well, because if, if Arsenal finish in the Champions League or the Europa League, right, or, or out of Europe, mm. well, it's, you know, anything can happen at this point, depending on yeah. the run in the season. Um, I mean, where, yeah, where they finish will, will surely affect the quality of the striker coming it, it, it in, will. potentially. And, uh, you're absolutely right. And in, in, in the Champions League, you know, he hasn't scored since Boxing Day. And, and obviously... The winning goal was given to Jose Sa rather yeah. than Lacazette, which apparently Lee Dixon commented on that, saying the game's gone daft. Mm. <laughs> um, which, which what it, what does he mean by that? I think Can, like because it wasn't going in and then it went in. So I think that he has talked himself out of ever being on the dubious goals panel, <laughs> uh, which is somewhere I'd love to be. By the way, if yeah. anybody's in charge of that, get me on there. But I think that's probably what he means. But Nicola Pepe's goal, Peter, lovely bit of footwork. Oh, uh, I, I think. Uh, Getting did he get player of the tournament at Afcon? I think didn't he or something? He certainly played very well there. That would have surprised me. Yeah, I don't know if he did. He, he had a good tournament though, mm, right? Sure. Okay. Well, it, 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 he's basically reminded them that he's actually quite a good footballer. Yeah, well, what, what, I mean, you can't sort of bring him on. <laughs> you can't bring him on at that time. He has to start some matches. But mm-hmm. good God, what an impact some of he's going to do with that every time. Yeah, Arte- I mean, Arteta said that since he's got back from the Afcon, he's seen a different player, and that right. also that every player in the squad needs to play their part between now and the end of the season. And the, the bench looked a little bit light in terms mm. of attacking options. But Enketia came on 
um, and and Pepe came on and, and Ketia set up Pepe um, mm. and th- they both had a big big impact and they looked motivated and that is that is really really key and Pepe is an interesting one we were saying at the game actually because of the way Wolves play and how disciplined they are and how difficult they are to break mm. down so this was you, you on the terrace uh, because of the way that Wolves play <laughs> yeah actually genuinely <laughs> you said shouting that into the ether yeah. right, okay. I was singing it obviously <laughs> but um you need like an agent of chaos, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Pepe is that. Yeah. He's very like, he will try and, you know, take it around four players when it looks like a mad thing to do and it won't work out. And then yeah. suddenly it has worked. Can yeah. I say Arsenal's true agent of chaos in a sort of an emotional uh, and team bonding sense is Aaron Ramsdale? Right. Yeah. Because I he... think there is a Swiss man who might um, qualify more as our true agent of chaos. Well, but no, I know what you're saying. I, I, he likes more of a. Enjoyable. He, falls, he yeah. falls foul of the game too much, I think. Of yeah. The rules of the game. I, I, yeah. He, no, that's more He's like a Sims character. Isn't he? <laughs> that's more a, a sort of a literal kind of thing because yeah. Ram, no, Ramsdale was a shit house. Isn't he's, he? but it's so a great good. One. I absolutely love like fun. so much footage and sh- and photos of him like off doing his own thing while the game was yeah, going yeah, on. Yeah, but he's just got because it was that time not that long ago was it at Leeds United when they, they hammered Leeds and they, there he was like dancing like in front of the fans the yeah. home fans yeah. and I remember Ian Wright tweeted that saying oh I really miss this from playing don't miss any of the goals yeah, right absolutely I think but it yesterday... might have been Leicester where you know that when a goalkeeper's about to take a goal kick and the crowd oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you yes, 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 yes. shit but he punched the air as they did it <laughs> turned around he loves it. and yeah. joined in with them and of course Arsenal have monetized this for their YouTube or whatever by bringing uh, button, putting them in the, uh, the the fish and chip shop or something wasn't yes it? that's right yeah. Yeah. they were advertising the fish and chip shop at the game yesterday as well oh, I, mean, yeah. I don't know where this is coming from found a bit of cash it. the fish Indeed. and chip but, shop but yesterday he of course uh, there was a photo of him now it could be of an angle or whatever I think but it's a perspective thing yeah. true but it looked like he was giving it some to uh, Ruben Neves <laughs> yeah I mean we've been linked with him in the summer it looks unlikely now Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the best bit for me was when uh, the Pepe goal went in there's a ball boy just um, behind the goal and he's slapping his knee sat on his uh, metal seat <laughs> going ah it's like just really like a mad whore down grandpa just like yeah, yeah come on <laughs> and uh, Huang uh, nearly scored a second he just did. after his first and it just went it went just past the post and he, I think he thought he'd put it in mm. and he planned on weirdly complaining to the linesman realising that he didn't have much grounds for it because he hadn't put it in the net and he was think, just it was just a really confusing well, moment he, for everyone I think he a corner maybe because Ramsdale uh, did get a touch yeah, yeah. he did okay. get a touch oh I thought he thought he was complaining that it wasn't in the net he oh. didn't put it in the net mate it went through one of the gaps <laughs> uh, it turned into a tiny little ball yeah. well it, amazing scenes though at, uh, at yeah. the Emirates and you've, you've both been to the Emirates you know how that atmosphere can, can be if, if, mm. if the crowd are getting frustrated yeah, seldom it's, is yeah. it like that so different no. no but this season it has been different well I haven't been the there the team season. have reconnected with the, or the fans have reconnected with the team and vice versa and it is just fantastic and Gabriel's just rolling back the years uh, and going remember the good t- remember when I used to do this every week <laughs> it's classic like right I've got to do this pass I've right I've, I've, I've done the research there's no player near me, near me I'll start to do the pass has anything changed? No need to check. I did the calculation five minutes ago. It's fine. Oh, there's someone there. Ah, there we go. Ah, nuts. He, he, he and Ben White, who also maybe could have been a bit quicker on that, have been fantastic this season. That was a rare mistake for them. But yeah. Gabriel was really, really... Jim, I think the last time I was at the Emirates was when they got knocked out of the Europa League and it was... Um, Olympiakos? Yeah. yeah. And what's his name? Last game in charge of them. Emery. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the last time I went <laughs> So I, I promise you, mate, it's very different. By now. the sounds of things, it's changed. Was the atmosphere, though, comparable to Ibrox last night? I think it might be a stretch I mean, even me to claim that at yeah. this point. <laughs> because, <laughs> blimey O'Reilly, you know, we know that, uh, that, that 
the the two teams in Glasgow can put on a show for uh, for big travelling European teams, yes. and that last night was no uh, exception. Our own McVish was up there, uh, and uh, <laughs> I said to him, "Well, it wasn't a bad game to be at," and he just replied, "I'm cooked. <laughs> I'm, I'm absolutely, you know." Uh, but of course, it was Rangers two, Dortmund two, and and uh, Rangers go through uh, a six four on 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 aggregate, and I mean, just it was unbelievable at mm. Ibrox, wasn't yeah. it? It was one of those ones that every ball is contested by the crowd yeah. as well, you know. <laughs> also, as well, the commentary was really, really interested. interesting because obviously it's very partisan and understandably so. Valley McCoyst was a neutral, was he not? <laughs> <laughs> but like when, like every time sort of Rangers scored, yeah. even though they, they were never, they were never behind. They were, they were always winning in that yeah. tie, weren't they? Uh, no, well they in, went like, two one down. Oh, agri- when they went two one down, it looked like oh, hang on. But every time it was like Rangers have done it. It's like yeah. they've been doing it the whole time. <laughs> it's like that, that sense of 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 joy of of mm. kind of um, wonder almost yeah, that they yeah, yeah. that this was happening at all never left them. And no. it, yeah, it was great, great fantastic. penalty. Great. Imagine lashing home to mm. Vernier, just just lashing home that yeah. that, that that second. Yeah, how yeah. good that felt because it was a, a relatively easy shot. Yeah, and just putting your laces through it, uh-huh. point blank range, through the keeper, yeah. through the net. Yeah. Oh, yeah, come but on. But that's lovely stuff, was it? Well, Slap him a leg. Yeah, what well, was it? One wing back to the other, I think. Yeah, maybe one maybe, cross to yeah. the other. I mean, that is just, yeah. that's how modern. How, how very modern. modern. Though that said, I, the, the Rangers <laughs> kit, I very much like. And it reminds mm. me of the Gaza granddad shirt collar with the um, logo in the centre sort oh, yeah, of vibe yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing. I was like, oh, I quite like that. I kit. do quite like nice. the, the Rangers. The, the three colours, I've often talked about this, the mm. three colours. I usually use Atletico Madrid as the, mm. as the, as the template or the yeah. example. But also the little red trim on the black socks I thought was quite delightful. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Tavernier, wonderful game. Um, Jude, Mel- Jude Bellingham, rather, said uh, post-match that it was a brilliant game to play. And uh, He's a great interviewee. Yeah. Yes. So young and just, just speaks from the heart, sometimes mm. a little bit too much as uh, a referee in Germany. Germany would certainly uh, suggest, but <laughs> no, I don't know. That's for me. That's not too much. Well, I said for some, Jim. I didn't yeah, say for all. Right, fair um, but Bellingham uh, obviously got his goal, and in the first half, obviously Rangers went went one nil up, and you thought to yourself, you know, with that home support, with 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 the mood and the feeling, don't just make it a back to the walls job mm. for for Rangers. And there was a danger of that. Obviously, they go one nil up. But it was a it was a little bit of a danger when when Dortmund start coming forward and you know forty year old Alan McGregor making crucial saves as he does <laughs> uh, for for Rangers played his part as, as well. But tactical switch by Van Bronckhorst at halftime, back three or up then back five if you will, uh, and it made all the difference. And Rangers looked dangerous. And that third goal that Rangers scored was obviously chalked off. Ridiculous decision. Yeah. Mm. I, I totally agree really with poor, with yeah. everybody with the, with the guys in the commentary. Yeah, McCoyst made the point, didn't he? That, that essentially, what happened was that um, the referee didn't see all the angles on VAR, and one of them makes it absolutely clear that that goal should have stood. Mm. I mean, it was I, I just utterly baffling that because the goal was it, 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 he overturned the decision, mm-hmm. which makes it even more stupid, yeah. I think. And then the referee who he. I know there's, we've seen that referee before, and he he certainly likes the drama and the theatre of it all by the, by the looks of it. But how he, if anything, it's it's a foul on Morellas, mm. who's then carried on and played mm. the advantage and then squared. Um, I, I just just so stupid, and I'm I'm very glad Rangers went through because didn't they need it, did they? No, they didn't need it. But if they hadn't needed it, my goodness. Phew. Deary me. Um, mentioned for Ryan Kent, though, a constant thorn in Dortmund's mm, side. In both legs. 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, great. I think both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of he uses both of his legs to great effect. <laughs> <laughs> but very, very, uh, uh, very tricky, very skillful, Peter. We like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, uh, amazing scenes in, uh, at Rangers, and I think as well that tactical change and, and showing the flexibility of what they've got. I think that makes it even more pleasing because if it is a backs to the walls job and they scrape through. Yeah, that's great. But actually, the manner of the performance yeah. was very mature. It was very, very cultured, you, you could say. And they've knocked out the tournament favourites. Yeah, so, I mean, they're not going to fear anyone now. No, I mean, the, I mean, the, the lineup. we'll get to that in, in, in just a second. But uh, it's, it's a pretty strong lineup in, in, in the Europa League. Before we um, uh, mention that, uh, in the uh, Europa Conference League, of course, uh, Celtic were, were beaten by Bodo Glimt. Which is, is, will that make Rangers night better? I, th- I <laughs> know what I just a little bit. I, it could do, it could yeah. do. But Celtic are top of the league still, so you know there's plenty to play well, for. Well, that, that's what makes me think. Like, did did the Celtic do better in Europe when they're being shit at home? Yeah, I just, it's a I strange get the one. It is a strange one. <laughs> you can't have both. You can't, <laughs> you can't. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> nice to see Big Joe Hart making some good saves, though. Yeah, always yeah. nice to see that. I think. Uh, d- d- uh, Bodo Glimpse Twitter account uh, before the game ad- advised fans to bring a seat pad. And some thick trousers because of the the snow and obviously being a bit chilly in that part of the world. I just think about be. that cross country skier in China who got who got his willy uh, frozen. From yeah. Frozen, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a burn in it. Oh dear. Oh dear. How do you how do you solve that? Apparently, get it warm. When it thaws out, it's worse. I, I, I hate to think. <laughs> I hate to think. We're with you, pal. Um, Leicester are through. Beat Randers three uh, one. Uh, two lovely goals from James Madison. Mm. Yeah. Come on. I tell you what. Randers missed a load of chances. They did. Mm. And I know Casper Michael gifted them one. Um, I think that's a little bit unfair, actually. It was a horrendous bobble on the pitch. Was it a poor touch bobble? I I think... I think it was a bit unlucky. Again, it's a voucher. Oh, no, that's a gift. <laughs> if, if it is a ball touch, it's a gift. But, but the thing is, for Schmeichel, he made some great saves. There was one in particular where he tipped over the bar, which was, was absolutely stunning. Uh, but Leicester are through, and Leicester, they, you know, could fancy this. I mean, I mean we... One can be a bit sneery towards the Europa Absolutely. Conference League, but 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 a European trophy is a European trophy, Peter. As Indeed. any side who has won the Fairs Cup will testify to. <laughs> Newcastle United fans, you're there. But um, nice to see Aubameyang scoring for Barcelona. Genuinely is. Yeah. yeah, as I said on the show, I wish him well. Um, it's a shame that things ended as they did, but he's he's hit the ground running and good for him. Um, yeah. People sneer at the Europa League. <laughs> It is brilliant when it gets to this point. Yes, it is fantastic. We're, we're and, all and we've got West Ham to come. to come back into it, which we which we will enjoy. Uh, before we move on from uh, European football, it's understood that Champions League final will be moved away from St Petersburg, of in light of uh, events this week. Um, UEFA are meeting this morning, but because uh, it was due to be staged at the Gazprom Stadium, but it looks like it's going to be in Stade de France. Yes, so it could maybe could be in in Paris. That's uh, that's the, the word on the streets. Um, the word on the mean streets of Bradford is that Mark Hughes has taken over as manager. Yeah. And I say the word, and it is official. News outlets are going with this, Jim. Um, and so they've got Mansfield Town in League Two this Saturday at 3pm. Um, but yeah, Mark Hughes, uh, he signed a contract until 2024. It's the first time he'll have managed a club side outside the Premier League, I believe. Yeah. It's quite a it's quite a big one, this old Hughes. We haven't seen him for a little while. Was it I haven't nice seen Bradford City for a while. <laughs> no, well, maybe we'll see both of them together we'll see in a few him years. him doing volleys at a Shipley Beck. Just... <laughs> <laughs> Look at this, lads. Look what I can do. Yeah, yeah. Well, apparently, Hugh said it is maybe a little bit of a surprise that I've come in, but do not be put off by that. Yeah, it's that all reassuring. 
the announcements, the tone of the announcement has been really, really strange because loads of people have been saying he's never, he's never managed outside the Premier League. Mm. But normally you get people like, oh, he's never managed in the Premier League. For Mark Hughes, for some reason, it seems like think, a portent of doom. I can't help but think that like Bradford City are, are kind of talking themselves out of getting anything out of yeah. this appointment because they're sort of going... Holy shit! Yeah. Look what I, he must be confused. Yeah. yeah. Well, they nearly missed it because the it <laughs> went into the junk uh, mail what? Uh, of of the uh, the Bradford. I think the Bradford chairman's. Oh, what, um, so he applied for it. It wasn't his, Mark right. Hughes's management People, or his agent right, or okay. whoever, whatever it is. They, What's they, his they name? got Bar- in touch. Bark Bark Hughes. Hello, Bark Hughes here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, Mark Hughes's uh, agent, and I, I'd very much like to manage Bradford. Thank you. Do you want some crypto? <laughs> Is he in a crypto? Yeah, probably. <laughs> just one just of those emails. Just one of those emails. Yeah. 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 Oh dear. Um, he hasn't managed a club since Southampton in 2018. Um, did you see that the now former manager of Bradford City, Derek Adams, said earlier this month that the club couldn't replace him with a more successful manager and he was sacked three days later and then there's Mark Hughes. Yeah. Because he has managed outside the Premier League because he managed Wales. Nice. So you see, okay. just in case there's you're doing a pub quiz tonight, okay? <laughs> Remember that. Um, yeah. So Adam's gone straight back into his uh, previous job at Morecambe, though, who he left for Bradford in the summer. So yeah, we shall see. But yes, Mark Hughes, League Two, lovely yep. old job, excellent. All right, let's have a quick break, everybody. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble.
Have you ever wondered what happened to all those space-age promises that previous generations thought we'd have by now? You know, heading out for the day on your own personal flying cars or working on a space hotel somewhere in the far reaches of our solar system. Where are all those amazing inventions? Well, we're here to find out more on my new podcast, Where's My Jetpack? I'm Sarah Credis, space expert, TV host and author. Join me and Luke Moore every week as we look into retrofuturistic tech that never was to decide whether it's still just science fiction or if some of these discoveries are actually a lot closer than you think. I think we're very close to that happening on a, an even more regular basis. And what I think is interesting about that too is that's going to make the accessibility of getting to space available for more and more people. So, if you've ever wondered whether we'll one day speak to aliens light years away or you'll be flying to work on a jetpack, this is the podcast for you. Think of the car park in space. They need to be massive, No, the wings can fold up. Well, they don't exist. No, some of the cars um, which were designed had wings which folded up. Are you happy getting in a plane knowing the wings fold up? Yeah. I I trust engineering. Trust the science. Search Where's My Jetpack on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Where's My Jetpack is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to Football Ramble. Yeah, maybe just once more about the Football Ramble. That'd be right. I'm Martin Keown and you're listening to the Football Ramble. I'm Martin Keown. Keown. And we are the Football Ramble. Welcome back to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. All right, it's time for emails. That's Alex Pratt, of course. Mm, Any relation to David? We don't know. Seems Could be his agent. Could be. You never know. (laughs) Uh, Got a message from Matt. Hello, Matt. Thought you'd appreciate this very important fizzer content. This week, in an interview with 90 Minutes, uh, he said that he wants Inter Miami to be a proper football club. Here are some highlights from the interview. We got a massive, we got massive quality off the pitch in terms of the brand. Our new kit is for me one of the best kits I've ever seen. I can't wait to see the players walk out in it on a Saturday. So apart from the football side, everything else is brilliant. <laughs> now we just need to get the football bit right. That's the bit you're in charge of. <laughs> yeah, that's the bit only you can influence. Asked, asked what the most exciting aspect of the new season was going to be. He said, not knowing what the results are going to be. <laughs> <laughs> It's like opening a pack of love hearts. Um, <laughs> it's like when your children go go out and, and you let go of them. They move out. They go to college or university. You want them to prosper. You want them to perform. You want them to enjoy themselves. And that's how I feel about my boys. That is a real turnaround from Fizzer, isn't it? Because not long ago off. he was talking about how like he doesn't like the concept of friends. Do you remember he didn't want his yes. kids having friends over? He didn't want people okay. infiltrating the unit on holiday. He didn't like them talking to the talking unit. to strangers and stuff. But now he's happy to see them leave the nest. That's interesting. Oh, it's yeah. good that he's turned around. Dad of the Year, 2022. <laughs> is that your Fizzer. tip, is it? Yeah, yeah. That's a great thing about Dad of the Year. You, you never know Just the results. Give it to anyone. Yeah. Just give it to anyone. <laughs> Just anyone. Yeah. Anybody. Oh, well, thank you very much for that, Matt. We do appreciate that. Uh, Showatfootballramble.com is where you want to send us all that kind of nonsense or tweet us at footballramble. Now, gentlemen, this weekend on Sunday at 4.30, it's Chelsea versus Liverpool. It's the Carabao Cup final. It is the first cup final of the year. (laughs) Always does, to be honest. It does. You're absolutely right. I'm not. Aren't we doing FA Cup third round still? (laughs) (laughs) Do Do you think it should be in March? 
Uh, yeah, but I mean, campaign there's a for lot of Carabao in March. I, I just it would kill the competition. No one would want to play in it. Yeah. I think they should do it before the FA Cup final. Same day. double header. Yeah, mm. wait until do it instead of the Charity Shield the next year. <laughs> that is it's the worst. nice. That Thank is, you. Yeah, it is a nice idea. You waited there like that Kit Kat advert in the eighties. Do you remember where the, where, the, where a terrible band comes and plays like this yeah. horrible music, uh-huh. and the and the, the 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 industry mogul leans back in his big high back leather armchair mm. and goes, "You're gonna be a star, kid." Or something like that. Oh, remember? I don't remember that. Do you remember? No, After he's had a Kit Kat, I do like a Kit Kat. Yeah, you do like a Kit Kat. Oh, big time, big time. <laughs> uh, all right, so the Carabao Cup final instead of the Community Shield. Moving and on. Gambino opening. Jurgen <laughs> <laughs> uh, Klopp admitted that he got a little bit carried away with his celebrations after the win against Leeds because Liverpool was so dominant. Mm. Well, he's got a chance for a big old celebration because it could be his first domestic cup win as Liverpool manager, Jim. It's surprising it when does you seem strange, hear about it? that. I, like, I love it when people try and like beat him with that stick. Yeah. Like, oh, you've won the Premier League and the Champions League. What have you done? Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, they were the main objectives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, obviously it's been phenomenal with Klopp at Liverpool. But the, the the one little criticism one could say, Pete, about it is that there hasn't been as much silverware. Yeah. Um, of course. I mean, you compare him to, say, Guardiola at Manchester City. One would immediately go, ah, but they haven't won the Champions League and they'd be right to say that. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't... It's more of an observation rather than a criticism, I think. But they've got a chance to put it right against Chelsea, have they not? Yeah, I mean... I mean, they literally do. <laughs> <laughs> but they said, was it Henderson saying this season that um, one cup a year, one bit of sort of where a year is bare minimum for Liverpool now? Mm. And I, I completely agree. And I do like to think that they approach cup competitions in, in the right way. They, they're fun. <laughs> yeah, but uh, do you know what, though? Man, Man United, Man City, Liverpool... Oh, Man Liverpool... City are just boringly efficient, though. Yeah. I don't like mm. it. But the two Manchester clubs... Uh, Chelsea and Liverpool. Yeah, they they you know they're the types. Still, Manchester United will say, "Well, one trophy's bare minimum." You think, "Well, there's only three domestic cups." Like <laughs> yeah, <that." laughs> I'll have one. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, I know one there's... of them's in constant crisis, or one of them is always having a you know it's a why, little meltdown. Exactly. Why it's why um, Tottenham thought Europa Conference League is a good idea because <laughs> you know they're not there, mm. um, but neither are Spurs, uh, sadly. But you know, the, 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 this is an interesting one because since last winning the League Cup in 2015, Chelsea have lost eight of nine domestic cup finals. We are including the Community Shield in that. That, that is surprising. That is surprising, isn't it? They're in them so much that yeah. you don't even notice that they're not actually winning them. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, Community Shield, does that, again, bring still. out the Community Shield, does that, does that count as a... Well, st- yeah, but I mean, it's still though, I mean, if you know, think of the cup finals, I mean, they lost one of them to, to Arsenal. Jim. They yeah. did. You know, lest we forget. I did not forget. Um, but who do you fancy for this one? I mean, Ziyech and Kovacic's injuries are, apparently, are reportedly not, not serious, so they, they look like they're going to be involved. Uh, big news for Liverpool, Diego, Diogo Jota, sorry, is on track to feature after responding well to treatment. I mean, it's an interesting time. Yeah, I mean, you always... It's funny, isn't it? Chelsea still have that air of invincibility in a cup final, despite that stat you've just pulled out. They've mm. lost eight of the last nine finals. Um, I, I do fancy Liverpool for this. I think they're purring at the moment. Yeah. And um, obviously, I mean, in, Chelsea are, are... In terms of teams that can can blunt Liverpool, Chelsea mm. are, fit that profile very well, but I just think they're too good at the moment. Well, and, and, and with all this chat about Lukaku and so on and who's going to start and who's not, you know, it, it, it does look like Liverpool know what they're doing and Chelsea, there's there's a few kind of questions uh, to answer there. Although they could revert to a set-up what they did in the Champions League final last, yeah. last I mean, if season. you play Kai Averts in a final, you start 1-0 up, don't you? Indeed, yeah. There's something to be said for that. I mean, in the, in, if you go on the league form, I mean, Liverpool have won the last six, Chelsea have only won the last two. 
I'd also like to put it to you, Jim, that uh, if Arsenal win their game in hand on Chelsea, they go two points behind Chelsea, which is, there's a, I don't know there's a big if in there, but that, I mean, that is quite remarkable. It shows you how much Chelsea have dropped off because yes. that top three was was going to be like the top. title race, didn't it? Yeah, it looked like a title race. Chelsea then dropped off, but you think, well, they've got third, surely. I still think they will finish third. But it, it, again, it shows you that, that, that Liverpool, certainly in the league, are... You know, they're 10 points above Chelsea. I know Chelsea got a game in hand, but, but much better. But as you yeah. say, it is it is a cup competition. Um, Chelsea have been handed a boost, though. They were granted permission this week to wear the Club World Cup winner's badge for the rest of the Premier League season. Was Liverpool were denied permission in 2019. Does that add extra spice, Jim? <laughs> I mean... Is that the kind of thing that football like, like a to... flake of pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like, a, like one chilli flake. <laughs> so sometimes oh, don't all go overboard, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, eh? calm yourself, calm yourself. Explosive. Well, speaking of spicy things, lads, uh, last week Craig Bellamy provided uh, some valuable new information on how he ended up threatening to attack former Liverpool teammate John Arnorisa with a golf club back in 2007. I'm sure many people remember this. He did the celebration at the new Camp, I think it was, mm. uh, when he did the kind of the, the swing. And Craig Bellamy, we knew he was a, um, a fiery little nutter. And why would you attack John Arnorisa, who seems to be quite a calm kind of kind of chap but uh, Bellamy has, um, has has told his story about this and he said we played golf in the morning with each other <laughs> and he was cheating Robbie Fowler was playing with us and I said to Robbie he's cheating you know because I'd seen the ball go in the lake he's picked one up and he's gone oh I found it we had a Christmas do and he didn't go he had to sing a song as a part of his fine so I was like you've got to sing but he was refusing so my head was like I've had enough of you you're singing Risa told him to mind his own business <laughs> Bellamy explained that he and Steve Finnan were, were going to go back to their room at the end of the night. Not like that. And I was like, I'm not having this. I'm not accepting what he's done there. <laughs> <laughs> so I got my club as any normal, rational human being would. I've added that to the, for, to the mm. sentence. And I went to his room. And if you think the, that is strange enough, this is where it really <laughs> takes an odd turn. I opened the door, roll in. He's in bed. I smacked him across the legs and said, you ever speak to me like that in front of everyone, I will put this around your head. Yeah, it's... He's a teammate and you thought, I'll hit him around the legs yeah. <laughs> with a golf club. And this is his explanation. This is his side of the story. <laughs> this is, imagine how bad the reality sing that is. Song. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to end your career. <laughs> but like this is actually this is part of the beef because because Risa has, has said like he you know he was coming for me with a golf club he's trying to hit me in the legs if he like like and he was properly giving yeah. it some as well it's like he could seriously injure mm. me and do me some real damage there Bellamy sort of refutes that but he was the maniac swinging a golf club in the dark <laughs> yeah. so I mean, who are you going to believe there I presumed that when he swung the golf club they'd been playing golf immediately no he'd gone back to his room presumably because yeah. he didn't take his golf club to the party mm. Uh, yeah, and so because <laughs> he wouldn't sing and he was rude to him about it. Yeah, <laughs> he was cheating at golf and he didn't sing a karaoke yeah. song. Actually, yeah. to, like I, to be fair is the wrong term. But when Risa <laughs> in this bit of the story where Risa had told Bellamy to mind his own business, mm. I think he'd done that in some quite colourful language in front of a lot of people. But right. that certainly does not justify <laughs> waking this... him up with a golf club. I mean, look, are you trying to tell me that the football teams, lots of lots of men with a lot of testosterone, you know, there aren't fallings out, yeah. right? <laughs> not, I'd say the vast majority don't resort to go and get in a golf club or any kind of thing like mm. that. Maybe I... it happens more often than we're than we, led on. Who knows? Who knows, everybody? Mm. But thank you to Craig for, for clarifying that and uh, to making us think that he's even more of a nutter than we thought. Um, Leeds versus Spurs is on Saturday at 12.30. We've highlighted this one because it's, uh, it's an important game both ends of the table. I say both ends. I mean, 
the, the in race two for top sections. <laughs> in, in two it's coming out both ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, with Arsenal's win, Jim. I mean, Spurs need to uh, to win to sort of have any hope of, of finishing in the top four. Although having lost four of the last three, as we know, it's not looking too good for them. They do have a game in hand now on Wolves, two on on West Ham, but none on Arsenal. Six points behind Arsenal, and of course, Wolves play West Ham, mm-hmm. uh, which is good news for Arsenal because. Two of their rivals for that fourth spot, you know, the, 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 neither of them can get, uh, both can't get three points this week. Absolutely. Uh, and also, you know, the three games in hand Arsenal have are Chelsea, Liverpool and Spurs away in what will be a very contentious game. So yeah, they uh, they need things to go their way still. It's those, all to those, play for. Those games in hand are not, um, are no guarantee of anything. Certainly not, yeah. So it's, it's it's pretty tight there. But at the bottom of the league, it's it's getting pretty chock-a-block. And Leeds United are in a relegation scrap. There it is, mm, it's official. Yeah. Them, them and Brentford both terrible form in the league I think they might be the worst in the league and they're uh-huh. dropping like stones they're, uh... well Leeds yeah lost four of the last five I mean they're, they're, they're playing very poorly at the moment and, mm. and they've been beaten quite convincingly as well of yeah. late but they're only three points above Burnley in 18th and uh, Burnley uh, Newcastle and Everton have games in hand uh, games in hands against uh, against Leeds, so they play Tottenham Hotspur. Both sides needing a win, uh, of course. Um, and have you seen? I mean, obviously there was all that chat about Antonio Conte's comments that he that he made recently were very in- interesting. Tim Sherwood, former Spurs manager, has told Antonio Conte that his interview after Spurs' defeat at Burnley was not a good look. <laughs> he said, "I've certainly inevitable. I know that much." <laughs> he said, "I've been there." I know what it's like. It doesn't matter what level you manage at. Your wins are unbelievable and your losses, well, it's like the end of the world, but that was not a good look. Jim, what do you think? I'm not sure it's helpful. What? (laughs) You're not sure Tim Sherwood's being helpful? No, I'm not sure he's helpful getting stuck in there. Okay. Well, uh, apparently it was uh, a rallying call to his players rather than a plan to resign uh, with Conte's comments. Mm. I think some of it does look like it was lost in translation a little bit. Perhaps, yeah. I, th- I mean, I think he's... The funny thing is, is we always want people to be honest. Yeah. And then when they are, we go, oh, too far. Exactly, right? Especially Because I, everyone's I, waiting for him to combust and give up. And, you know, everyone's waiting for him to walk away. I don't see this narrative with uh, with Spurs. I don't see this. I think he's 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 in on the project. And you saw, you cannot have that much fun beating mm. Manchester City and then suddenly go, I'm done with this because of a 1-0 midweek defeat after all of that exertion. Where's the frustration, against, though, Against Bernie. Like, yeah, it is, it is. But it's it the is. frustration of essentially undoing what was a really, really amazing result. But... Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I don't think he's going to... I think there's perhaps an element of a, a crisis being manufactured here mm-hmm. r- rather than one actually unfolding. I think Leeds are going to defend very, very deep in this football match because they've got, they haven't got much of a hope at the moment, I don't think. That, they're well, just playing they, very poorly. Well, if, they defend, out there? if they defend deep, it won't be because Bielsa's told them to. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, they just... But, they, you th- but you think, I know he's got a system, but he needs to be a bit more pragmatic when uh, teams that can really tear you apart with pace... Uh, with a with a midfield maestro such as Harry Kane yeah, yeah, <laughs> on form. Yeah, that's true. But it is a big weekend for, for the relegation battle because Brentford face Newcastle United, Peter. Yeah. Now that is a big one. Might we see Christian Eriksen in this match, maybe? Ooh, yeah. He's got a couple of goals in training, I think, in, did, in a training yeah. match in midweek. I mean, what a... It almost doesn't matter the result of this match when mm. uh, if he manages to get on the pitch. What a what a story! Yeah, um, I, I, that is that is true, and I totally take the spirit of that. But Brentford fans will want to win. Let's yeah. be clear yes, about yeah. that. As the Newcastle, <laughs> they need to win. Yeah. <laughs> we all want to win. Everybody wants to win, and we want Christian Eriksen to win as well. Yeah, so, well, Newcastle have got two games in hand on Brentford. Brentford are four points above the relegation zone, but they've lost five of their last six. Yeah. You know, their form has been stinking, and because of their early season 
kind of excitement and the three all against Liverpool. Remember, and Ivan Tony totally playing like he just doesn't give a damn and so on. Now um, he's playing like he doesn't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, oh, by the way, I would like to say that uh, the man formerly with the record of the most goals scored in the championship season, Ivan Tony, because uh, Alexander Mitrovic broke that. Uh, this uh, week. 33 lovely. goals. 33 goals. Not, in even, not even March. Not even not March. March. Come on. Come on. Anyway, uh, yes, Brentford. Um, they're, they're the side that um, people think, well, they'll be okay because we remember. And then you start thinking of some of the results and you think, well, oh, actually, that was a number of months ago now. Mm. And they've suddenly drifted back into it um, as well. So, crucial one uh, down the bottom um, this weekend, uh, of course. And Norwich go to Southampton tonight. Mm. Can Norwich give themselves a fighting chance? We shall see Burnley travel to Palace. It's all to play for. All to play for. Right, everybody, before we go to uh, Betway's 4 to score... Yes, I am aware of uh, the Sven Joran Eriksson story. And we're going to talk about that now because a lot of you got in touch and I do appreciate that greatly. But Sven Joran Eriksson, of course, was appointed Notts County Director of Football back in 2009. And we've spoken about Bellamy in 2007, so why not uh, mm. indulge ourselves a little bit more? Because Sven revealed this week that he was asked to help fix the 2010 <laughs> World Cup draw for North Korea while he was on a business trip on behalf of the club. He travelled to Pyongyang with Russell King, who helped recruit him for the job, to discuss a deal to mine North Korea's mineral reserves. He's got to wonder why he's Personally. there straight away there. <laughs> well, it be- why is he involved in that? Beca- why are Notts County involved in that? <laughs> it became apparent though, didn't it? Uh, because old Svenigan said, uh, one day they came to me and said, you have to please come to North Korea with us. It's important. I said, no, I don't want to go to North Korea. <laughs> I love how literally is when he is when he speaks. Yeah. And he often refers to himself in the third person when they say yeah. And he says... Um, I knew uh, I don't want to go to. I knew a person working for the government in England. I asked, should I not go there? And uh, they came back and said, Sven, you have to come. It's extremely important to the football club. I felt I didn't want to go, but it was important for the football club. It's and important for the football club. Infra- I can't come. It's they're very puritanical out there, and I have yeah. certain tests. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a man of my liberal capacity yeah, will, exactly. will not appreciate yeah. being told what to do and where to go. I love that the North Korea- Korean regime have had meetings about this. <laughs> about yeah. who to target. <laughs> yeah. And Sven's come top of that list. Oh, totally. Well, he revealed that when he arrived, North Korean representatives said, can you please help us? Of course I can help you. If I can, I said. <laughs> I thought they wanted balls or boots or something like that. And they said, we want to have a simple draw in the World Cup. They don't they want an easy draw. Yeah. And Sven uh, said he refused and he said that was, I guess, the main reason why I was invited. I mean he's a not a close up magician. Like I mean, <laughs> I'm sure he's good with his hands. Well but, but changing the balls at the last minute, I don't know how you would sort of do that as a as Sven Yoranerson. <laughs> The World Cup. What an easy draw. You're North Korea, there aren't yeah. anyone. Sven's having easy a little draws. fiddle with the balls. There you are, lads. Don't worry. I'm on it. Uh, Sven's fingered the draw. <laughs> uh, but you're right, though. Why did they uh, deduce? He's yeah. our man. Who's like the kind of... What's the inter- minimal, mineral rights yeah. situation? International man Kasper Schmeichel digging away with his big hands. <laughs> <laughs> he was there at Notts County at the time, wasn't he? he Him was, and Saul uh, Campbell. Yeah, but on the international scene, he's not got the clout. <laughs> not got the clout or the respect, Amador. Yeah. But anyway, what a story that was. Um, thank you very much for everybody who said And thank you to Sven. Right, it's time for Betway's 4 to score. Entry to Betway's 4 to score is free each week. Pick the first goal score in Betway's 4 selected Matches for your chance to win the weekly £50,000 jackpot. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. Further T's and C's apply. Game one, Manchester United versus Watford. 
It's happening at 3pm on Saturday. Jim, who have you gone for? I've gone for Emmanuel Dennis Ooh. because he's in form. The teams down the bottom are starting to, you know, just not mm-hmm. panic a bit, but they get a bit of momentum at this time, don't they? You get yeah. some unexpected results, but I expect that Man United will, will still go on to win the game. But um, I, I can envision this yes. from a crystal ball. Well, they need some momentum after being hammered by Crystal Palace, Watford. Mm-hmm. And Dennis could be the man to help out Roy, the boy Hodgson's team. Game two. Brighton versus Aston Villa, Saturday at 3pm. Pete, who have you gone for? The dunk truck, the dunkster, the donkey boy. Yeah? Lewis Dunk, header, lovely, <laughs> smashing. He's back from a red. The, the donkey boy And he's himself. angry. Love yeah. that, love that. Uh, game three, Everton versus Manchester City is on Saturday at 5.30pm. Andy has said this. Hello, Andy here. And my Hi, Andy. Oh, score, sorry. That uh, is from Everton versus Manchester City. Uh, going to be super exciting. Of course, City don't have an incredible record at Goodison, which makes me slightly tempted, especially as they've had some uh, good uh, performances under Frank Lampard at home. But, come on, it's got to be Manchester City. Um, I'm going to take lovely little Bernardo Silva because it's always lovely little Bernardo Silva. Ah, lovely little See Bernardo. See you later, Andy. Yeah. Yeah. Bye-bye. Enjoy exploring your underground cave system. <laughs> <laughs> Bernardo Silva, Andy's gone for in, in that one. In game four, West Ham versus Wolves, Sunday at 2pm. Am I going to be the one to bring it home for the first time ever for the football <laughs> ramble? Well, I've gone for Raul Jimenez. As often was the case with, with Wolves previously, I think he's due a goal. Wolves will need to bounce back mm. from their defeat uh, at Arsenal. And, and who better to lead the charge than, than Mr Jimenez himself? So there we are. That's what we've, uh, that's what we've got. Uh, in Manchester United versus Watford, Jim picked Emmanuel Dennis. Brighton versus Aston Villa. Pete's gone for Lewis Dunk. Everton versus Manchester City. Andy's gone for Bernardo Silva. West Ham versus Wolves. I've gone for Raul Jimenez. Make sure your selections are submitted before the first game. You can play for free at betway.com forward slash four to score. Further T's and C's apply. You've got to be over 18 and do gamble responsibly. For more information on that, head to begambleaware.org. Right, everybody. The key is in the lock to Friday. It's going to be turned after this. <laughs> I'm filling, I'm filling While Marcus fingers the iPad I'm filling, I'm filling What button will he press? It's the algorithm, what do you want me to do? This is why I'm fucked Everybody, it's Marcus's game And it's a, according to Jimmy the Bee It's a bottom of the table clash Oh, Jimmy the Bee Jimmy the Bee <laughs> Jimmy the Bee Jimmy the Bee Yeah well, you're fact <laughs> You're Jimmy the C, aren't you, Jim? Oi <laughs> In a way <laughs> Jimmy the C word Ah, uh, yes Pete Donaldson Sledging Pete Dolson against Jim Campbell. Of course, I'm ready, Freddy. It's Marcus's game. That means we do managers, okay? And remember, the rules are: if they have managed an international side, it counts towards the total. Okay. If they've managed a B team or under 21s, mm. it doesn't count. But if, if they've, they've been, been to North Korea, they've been to North Korea. And if you can guess the club, then you win the game. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a caretaker in trim, it counts as well. Yes, exactly. Yes, yes. Okay. exactly, cool. brother man, exactly. Right. By uh, my calculations, Pete Donaldson is up first. Thank you for this one now ready gentlemen this man still managing still managing still managing only four teams oh that he's that he's managed it is Dean Smith okay Okay. let's have a bid me yes one (laughs) I can't remember what do you want me to do I want you to bid two 
well, I won't be able to do it. Okay. All right, okay, I'll bid two. Are you sure? Yeah, fine. I'm going to bid three. Okay. I should use my piece of paper, actually, because yeah, I exactly. did know that. Well, you bid now. <laughs> yeah, right, Jim, can I hear three from you? You can. Right, yeah, right cool. can I hear all four from you, Peter? No, you bloody can't. Okay. <laughs> right, Jim, three teams that Dean Smith has managed. Off Norwich City. Aston Villa. Yeah. Brentford. Well played, sir. I, did, I yeah, would have I forgotten really Brentford, actually. Yeah. Who, was the, who was the fourth? Walsall. Ah. Yeah, I, yeah I'd, I'd forgotten Brentford, actually. Yeah. I panicked and just said one. Thing is, I just don't have confidence in my soul. I know. You know, but, I'm low on confidence. I know, but this is today's the day where the mm. confidence truck comes rolling in okay. to Pete Town. Yeah. Just, just, days, just take, a, take a moment. Take a breath. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right, Jim, you're up first. Mm-hmm. This man has managed seven teams. Okay. Your friend of mine, Andre Vyashbowish. Okay. Vyashbowish. Seven teams. Interesting. Quite the career. When he's not driving. Mm. I'm going to... What you got, Jim? What I'm going to go got? for four. Ooh, Jesus good. Christ. There's Pete. no way I'm going to get better than that. I'd like you to name them, Jim. Okay. Well, Pete Donaldson wants you to name them. I'm taking control of this game. Okay. okay. Jim Campbell. Four teams that Andre Vyashbowish has managed. Far away. So, Chelsea, of course. I believe he came from Porto. He, of course, managed the Middlesex Lily Whites. <laughs> known as Tottenham Hotspur. Thank you. And Zenit. There you go. Well Good played. Stuff. Zenit St. Petersburg, yeah. Um, started at uh, Academica, as I believe it's possibly pronounced. Uh, Porto, Chelsea, Tottenham Hotspur, Zenit St. Petersburg, Shanghai, SIPG, and Marseille quite recently. Ah. Marseille. Would it please the court if I said that I knew the Chinese one? <laughs> <laughs> did you really? Yes, I did. It was for your bid? No, no, much lower than that. Okay. Three. <laughs> Three. Three, presumably. Yeah. Well, there we are. Right, Pete, you need this. Yes, please. You need this. I need. I always do at this point on a Friday. And I, <laughs> you have. You've been Kate Mason for who was recently the lineal champion. Yeah, I mean, okay. I, I, Let's a defensive performance look, from Donaldson. I that, think it's fair that, to say. That, yeah, but that's yeah. fine. You've got to build on. She the She played victories. herself in many ways. You've yeah. got to build on the small victories. Okay, you okay. can do this, and I think that you've got this one. This man has managed five teams in right. his time. Rude Hullet. Rude gullet. Five teams. Five teams. Five teams. Aye. Aye. Is that a clue? <laughs> oh, it's the gnashing of teeth moment, isn't it, in this game? It gets you. It does get you. Mm. We're going to need a bid, Peter. Have you? What have you got? I got four. Bloody hell! Four. Yeah, they're not right though, are they? I'm having a go. He's having a go, I'm having everybody. A go. I'll tell you what, I respect this. Thank yeah. you. I do respect. Well, Thank actually, you. I haven't heard the answers yet. I would like to hear them. Yeah, That's you're going to go all five. I am not. I, I mean, all five. I would be stunned. Four, I would be very impressed. Oh so, well, 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 I'm in big trouble, and aren't I? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Let's let's start with the ones you know at least. All right, yeah. Far away. Chelsea. There you go. Oh, sorry. Oh, two. Two of them. Two Thank you. Yeah, play manager. Won, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Chelsea, yes. And he was a very good player manager. It Can was. I have a thing, please? Uh, Newcastle. There's two. Uh, Netherlands. Ah, oh, yeah. Netherlands? Uh, when did he manage the Netherlands? I presumed he rocked Jim up at... Ajax? I can't fucking remember. <laughs> I thought, he was, I thought he was at the Netherlands for a bit. Yeah. No, he was. I'm just playing the music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jim. Did, mate. I mean, he played for the Netherlands, but he wasn't player manager. Are you sure? I'm very sure. He didn't have a little clipboard in his back 
Pocket. Feyenoord. Feyenoord. And a team that you've been to see, LA Galaxy. Did he manage LA Galaxy? LA Galaxy and Terek Grozny. That was the one. Well, if he ever comes up again, (laughs) you'll be ready for him. I'll be ready for him. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, Okay, well, uh, Jim's won 3 0, but but we like to to do the others, you know, a little bit of exhibition stuff here. Mm. Uh, Your previous thinking may come into play here. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Jim Campbell, I'd like you to name. I mean, all 11, if you could, uh, of uh, Ronald Koeman's teams that he's managed. (laughs) If you don't name all 11, then you get nothing. You can have a bid, though. That's how the game works. So, yes, Koeman. Interesting one. There's there's definitely... There's goals to be had in this one. But there could be some dangerous little alleyways that you may want to go to. 11. 11 clubs. That is a lot more than I would have expected. 11 teams. Let's be clear about that. I'm going to be quite conservative and just go for the four. Because I've already won. If you've already won, you should push the boat out a bit. Remember Vish when he... he, um, Who was it? Dick Advocat? This is very much... I think you could really... Jim, I'm about to... I'm I'm looking at goal difference, No, no, there's no goal difference. The way Jimmy the Bee does it, you've got a whitewash 3-0 win. Yeah. So you're fine. The goal difference, that's in the bag. Who's bidding? Me or you? I'm just saying that the key is in the lock to the Mm. weekend and I'm about to open it. (laughs) Do you want the listeners to just kind of stroll through it or do you want them to sprint towards Friday evening? I I want them to do whatever they feel comfortable with. Have they got the keys or not? Which is what I'm going to do. And I'm going to bid four. Wanker. Pete, come on. Uh, I've only got three, so I'm going to bid three. Uh, no, you can... Which is lower than what Jim's got, so <laughs> right, Jim okay. has to go, I'm afraid. That's okay. how this game works. Can I let do you want him to do, do that? Is very... <laughs> <laughs> can it be seven combined? Can we all join hands <laughs> and have a point each? Okay, Jim, four teams that uh, that Ronald Koeman has managed. Everton. Southampton. Netherlands. Barcelona. I three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Started at Vitesse, Ajax, of course, <laughs> Benfica, PSV Eindhoven, Valencia, AZ Alkmaar, back to final, Southampton, Everton, Netherlands, and uh, Barcelona. I said back to final, Dane, didn't go back to final. That was uh, that was a standalone. So there we are. 4 uh, 0 to Jim. Mm. Now we've got the last one. Mm. Bit of respectability here, Peter. Yep. You go first. Um, Never been in front of it before? No, absolutely not. But now's your chance. Yep. Uh, and what a chance it is. Six teams this man has managed. Yes. We spoke about him recently on the uh-huh. pod. Paul Ince. Oh, Incy Mincy Polly mm, Spider. Tricky oh, one, tricky one. God. But had you have listened the other day, you'll know all the answers. And there's a reason why we spoke about him the other day. <laughs> yeah, I can't bloody remember now. It's almost like he, you know, came back on the scene. Yeah, I know, but I can't remember who was who. Uh, do I? Yes, I do. Let's have a bid, Peter. Come on. The key's in the lock. I'm about to turn it. <laughs> what have you got? Uh, two. Two? I, I think, actually, that's pretty, that's all right, because um, unless you've been digging around recently in the career of Paul Ince as manager, you probably won't have more than two. Yeah. I had been. I was on that show, annoyingly, I've, so I've I did for, look at his I've bloody Wikipedia. I've forgotten what yeah. the team is that he's taken over Jim, at. can you do three? I'm going to go for three. Oh! Right then. I'll do more than three. Go on, Jim. Jimmy, for the 5-0. Make, make me proud. Okay, so, Wolves. 
It's 4-1, everybody. <laughs> yes. It's 4-1. Wolves. He played Woo-hoo. for Wolves. He never managed them. Oh. Yeah. Shove it up your I bollocks, thought, Jimmy. I thought the shoot one was Wolves. I was going to... What were the other teams? Macclesfield Town is where he started. Milton Keynes Dons is then where he went to. The shoot one was Blackburn Rovers. I was going to go Wolves, MK Dons, Netherlands. <laughs> <laughs> Gift ones, But I did it Shanghai wrong. Shanghai SIPG. Uh, there we are. Notts County, Blackpool, and of course... Reading, where yeah. he is now as interim manager. Notts County has had a wonderfully interesting history over the past beautiful, 20 years. Really beautiful. Beautiful. Money came, money wasn't actually there, turns out. No, no, money didn't Money come. disappeared. Money said it was there, <laughs> and it turned out money wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, and then everybody went, went some home. crypto. Yeah. <laughs> Jim, people are going to be on crypto because of you. Yes. You're so influential. You're an influencer. Yeah. Oh, Sorry, he certainly Don't is as well. Right then, well, there we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Betway. It's an absolute pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, the key is turned, the door is open, <laughs> Friday can begin, the weekend is here. ready for the weekend. Oi, 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 oi. There we are. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble Preview Show, as I just said. Thank you, Jim Campbell. You're welcome. Thank you, Pete Donaldson. Peace. And have a lovely weekend, you beauties. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.